Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer, Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hour number two of Old School on a Tuesday. Again, it's a busy day. It's a busy week uh, for Old School. We'll be at, uh, we've got a hotel event on, we're at Scarlet Hotel on Thursday. We're at Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul tomorrow. Friday, we're at Barry's. Saturday, we're at Tipsy Tina's. Who knows where we'll be on Sunday? Who knows? Speaking of Sunday, uh, Jay Foreman, what are you gonna do something on Sunday? Yeah, we're gonna throw it throw it out there, see what people like. Do like a, I guess an after game wrap up, and then uh, first Sunday, first Sunday NFL. Yeah, let's a lot see. Of hey, hey, we talking about college? There's some cats getting nervous right now. Which 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 guys? Oh, them them cats that ain't never played in the league before. Because like the, pre- the preseason is kind of like now it's kind of a joke, you know what I'm saying? And then when you're doing against when you're going against other teams, you're doing the practice. You're still in practice. It's a different speed the regular season. They're about to find out. Yeah, they're you, about to find know, out. You want to make sure you're in shape too, uh, Nate. Well, those, stu- those stomachs, <laughs> those playing. stomachs, those stomachs. Look to, to watch because it. if you're not playing games. In the preseason, like like when I played full games, full, yeah, you you'd kind of ramp up. You play. Quarter the first one, a half the second one, three quarters maybe three and a half the 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 third one, and then the fourth one you do like a series or two, you know because you already and then you do a lot of cardio during the week. Well, these guys aren't playing at hardly at, at all. So if the games are on Saturday, you're just walking through, or even if you have practice on Friday, you're just not doing anything. Thursdays, two days before the game, you're not doing anything. Sunday's the day after the game. So a lot of times, you, I wouldn't say you can get out of shape, but you can get out of game shape real quick. It's all everybody go find out a whole lot about themselves over the next course of the next week. Uh, let's let's take care of our people. Jay Foreman, tell them about the Mercado. Mercado, the certified Piedmontese beef. 
down on 84th and in, in Havelock. It's a great atmosphere, great food, great service. Um, have some, you know, treats for you after, some sweets if you like it. Uh, they have all different t- types of cuts of meats, all different types of meats, but the certified Piedmontese is their, I guess, bell cow, as I like, like to say, and it is legit. I was, uh, I wouldn't say skeptical at first, but I was like, how can a steak be that much different? It is. It's real, real good. And uh, right here in Nebraska, so it's a place that you should go. And plus, it's, I like it because of, you know, it's new and modern, you know, but it's this, it's spacious and the acoustics is good. The atmosphere is good. It's real relaxed. Um, obviously, you want to be dressed up pretty decent, but, you know, it's still, it's a, it's a great time, Nathan. great atmosphere. Nathan. I'm always dressed up nice. I wear a suit every day. Nathan. And you guys say yeah, it's too Nathan. small. It is too small. Your little brother's sitting out there in the cold because you're wearing his suit. <laughs> give him, extra give that man his extra Give that man his suit. 402-464-5685. Sorry to him in Texas. Hot Elegant Hotline. Of course, the Sorry to him in live video stream up Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter live to do that. Jay Foreman. We were talking about things that happened Saturday, and there are some adjustments to be made. Coaches learning to deal with each other in game situation with live bullets around them. That is a an important thing because right. you can't really simulate that. Yeah, I mean they they do. I'm sure they do simulations in practice, game like simulations. They do all types of stuff, but there's nothing like doing it in live action because you know North Dakota isn't on your script; they're on their own script, which is trying to win the games, and so. Um, on top of you're trying to coach and do all that other stuff and get the guys to replicate what they've hopefully done at practice um, to kind of give you, you know, obviously assumption of how they're going to play. So it just takes some time. And, uh, you know, that's just part of reality. It's not an excuse or anything. But as you uh, – and I think, you know, they – in the second half you kind of saw it where they kind of like, all right, they, we're going to try to pound this ball a little bit and try to take control of this game. Um and, and play it like we want to play. And so that's a, I think that's a step in the right direction. How do you get from a practice situation, Nebraska has the great resources to be able to, at least from a location standpoint, go through and put coaches in the upstairs box, coaches on the sideline and moving moving groups up and up along the bench, right? So that when right. the offense comes off, you know where the offensive line goes, you know where the receivers right. go, running backs. But how do you simulate and how often do you simulate that to get to fit game day condition? Oh, are you talking about the sideline stuff? Yeah. Uh, I don't think we ever practiced it. I just think that it, it was just kind of like if you ain't playing, stay out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, I used to always converse with, like, Carlos Polk, Ben Butenbach, Jamie Burrow. I was playing middle linebacker, but I'd leaned on them, what'd you see? And then, they, you know, then I'd be like, this is what they're doing out there, vice versa. You know what I mean? So, it was kind of like everybody was in in it to win it. Um, but, you know, look, man, you get get off a 12-play drive. I ain't trying to walk through four people to go sit down and get some Gatorade. Well, that's that's the thing, right? Because I noticed <laughs> yeah, get, get that. I, I noticed, but I noticed that Saturday, and my thing was coaches have to figure out. So, Frost has to learn how to deal with Whipple, Mickey Joseph, and the offensive coaches. So, then who's up in the booth, right, of that? Yeah, I don't know. Right? I mean, I, 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 and man, then I'm def- sure they, got, they, they always assign – they might rotate. I've been where places where they rotate, you know. But some coordinators like being up top. Some coordinators. I hate it being up and top. And some like being down on the field. Some think there's an advantage to be up there and kind of be in your, like, box and be able to call plays and kind of have your 
Now, I wanted an assistant there. up there who, yeah. who were, they were my eyes and voice. It's all like your preference. Like, what do you see? Is I mean, the constant conversation. You had some, you know, Vic Fangio wasn't down on the field, but yeah. we, you know, Dom was a defensive coach, so Dom was down there. So it just like kind of depends on, you know, maybe the head coach's background and the, what the defensive coordinator really likes. I got a funny story for you guys about getting in the way. Actually, when I was playing JV football my sophomore year. And I only played defense, so there was a house call. Running back took it like 70 yards. I got super excited, ran onto the field accidentally, got called for too many players on the field, so they brought back the touchdown. And I got serious? my ass absolutely handed to me. Completely He, he is out. forever. Completely. He's forever that story. But luckily, it like was he, Like, Nathan, football. you just made a career-changing decision <laughs> oh, to share that. To, for you to share that story. I you, let you guys know. You, 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 Do you know the guy's name? Do you know his name? I can't remember. Oh, he, I mean, hate, he so still hates you. Ago. He's telling his yes. girlfriend right now. It was you. so. It was. It, I mean, it was exciting, but I. I, I was caught up in the moment. <laughs> you guys know me. I get excited. But how? But were you? Were you in the first line on the sideline? <laughs> yeah. Were you up front, or did you just come right in from the back with like Gatorade or something? What I can't. I, I can't hey, with no helmet. I no. I did no. I had my helmet on. And I remember there's I, zero like, chance with that hair he had his helmet on. There's zero <laughs> chance. I, I he thinks he's too good looking to cover Listen, his face. My we senior know. year, I had a mullet flowing out the back of my helmet. It was awesome. But what possessed you to run on the field? Though? <laughs> I know. You weren't even no, in the play. It was only like I only had like one foot on the field. Like I just got excited and I accidentally ran on the field. I'm sorry. And I don't even know how the referees saw me. I'm going to laugh about day. this until your <laughs> until your son is doing radio. <laughs> That's how long I'm going to make fun of that. I'm going to make fun of that when we hit when we. <laughs> so you you must the ref must have you must have tripped the ref. Or I don't know. He should be looking at the play, but I remember that very vividly. Because uh, they just ripped me a new one. Like, you weren't even playing. Like, I probably doubt I just drinking Gatorade. <laughs> I got excited. You guys know me. I get excited I'm sorry. easily. That is the funniest. Is the, is, I'm, I'm that is in my defense, it was an accident. I wasn't, like, intentionally trying Every to Every great it. debacle is an accident. Like, that's kind of the <laughs> no, reason why. I, did, I didn't mean to ruin your 97-yard touchdown when I wasn't even involved. <laughs> I, was, I had nothing I to do with I it. I was just watching and decided to run on the field I, while you're running down. But it was only, like, one foot. Oh, that's. The greatest. So he said, "He know he had two feet on there, oh, that, right? Like <laughs> he, he just said, like you ain't got a lie, Nate. You ain't got a lie, Nate. There's zero chance you, you know got he asked the ref is like, this why is can't the, I be on right, the field? At least it was. At least it wasn't varsity. That would have been bad. It was JV football. So this is going to be a part of <laughs> your <laughs> your history for I cannot believe this. Yeah, yeah. I you know, the text line is right. It says this is worse than Nick leaving his flag football teammates out to dry last year in the playoffs. <laughs> You're absolutely correct. This is I this will this be is the worst in history. This is terrible. I was excited. It was this a house is, call. This is terrible. <laughs> Dude, you should have kept that house call. This is terrible. I don't I don't understand. It was awesome. I I'm sorry. That is that story <laughs> is just gonna be played on a loop. I can't remember who for the life of me who it was. I can't remember. You just ruined why somebody. Just, why don't you just ask one of your buddies? Hey, hey, dude, you remember Look, when I was on JV football and I cost that dude a touchdown? I mean, What's his like, name? You should have. Did you like apologize to him? Years ago. Yeah. Let's not bury the lead that that, that, that he wasn't even playing on JV. <laughs> he was yeah, like, that, what? like let's not bury the no, lead. No, no, no. no, I only played defense. I didn't play offense. But you didn't play it. But did you play on JV? When I played, eh, well, you got to remember that was my first year playing football. 
Your junior year in high school? No, sophomore year. Sophomore year. Because I played baseball my entire life, and then I was like, ah, I'm a pretty big kid. I'll try out football. My senior Who year, Who are I you played. a big kid again around? <laughs> hey, this, uh, this I was dude, like hey, six foot. BJ said almost as bad as Nick putting his number on Twitter as a, te- as a text line. You're right, like. right. Like, he actually did that. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I don't have – I don't have anything. Really, bro? <laughs> really? Know. It was bad. It was bad. That is spectacular. Um, <laughs> that is so good. That is so good. I got ripped a new one. I, I, oh, I man, I, I don't even bad. know to tell you. Um, <laughs> Jay, back to normalcy. Sorry. And guys who actually play. And guys who actually play. Right. Give me right. He's, he's, a, he's a dude that you, you, you definitely push. Like, dude, get out of the way. <laughs> like, he was, see, that was the thing. Everyone loved me on the team. Yeah, this, until, of course, because you because yeah. until it's a hot game and you're sitting there ha- trying to have a conversation. Wait, what, what are we doing tonight? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's so you. they play. What, what are we doing? Game, games twenty one, twenty one, three minutes left. Hey, we, hey, we, we, how long is it gonna take you to take a shower? <laughs> Where are we going after? Yeah, hey man, right. hey man, hey man, look at the cheerleaders. Right. <laughs> yeah, then we knew the Nick was the cheerleader. Say what you will, but everyone liked having me. I knew you were that dude. You're that dude. Oh, I love playing. Oh, I love playing this school. They got they got hot cheerleaders. There's 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 a picture from my high school high school yearbook of the football team, and in it, we played a game apparently in the mud, right? And the Jeep Wrangler 4xe. It's electrified, so you can boogie woogie woogie up a mountain, over creeks, or boogie woogie woogie through a desert. Where you get bit by a pit viper. So you boogie woogie woogie back to camp and ask your friends if they'll suck the snake venom out. When they say no, you boogie woogie woogie to the nearest hospital for a dose of anti venom and boogie woogie woogie your way to a full recovery. The electrified Jeep Wrangler 4xE. Learn more at Jeep.com. Jeep is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. There are three players who have obviously played mm-hmm. one with a, clean a lot. And then there was clean uniform dude who realized he was in a picture and took some mud and put it, of all places, on his face. <laughs> uniform, clean. <laughs> Helmet, clean. Face, mud. Well done. Well done. Well done. That's why you're a reserve. That's how that works. Um, Jay, we were talking about the things that happened and the things you noticed, the biggest things. My biggest concern, or one of my biggest concerns, is – this defense up the middle, up front. Yeah. What can be done? What are you seeing that's happening with with uh, with this defense up front, in the middle, especially I in the say, middle? Um, you know, I just think they just need to get used to playing. You know, fast and not thinking so much. Maybe. Um, I think they. I think. I well, I can only speak from. Um, experience, like I said, I've I, uh, been j- jettisoned and put in timeout. But uh, I would tell the players this: I would say, look, man, everybody's been there before. It's not a lack of like you. I, it's not like you. If I, you know, it's not like they don't want to be good, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, okay, let's figure out how you can work on something every day at practice. Hands, get off. Uh, you know, playing, you know, through the echo of the whistle, you know what I mean? Or something you, every single day that can correlate to you playing better in the game because, you know, when you're you, when you're a younger player and you're viewing like, hey, these guys around me maybe are a more established player, whether it's reality or just what kind of the media has built them up, then you're like, okay, I got to play perfect. But when you play perfect, you generally play slow, you think too much, 
um and then you just kind of look like you're, you're you're not your normal self and that's when you see you know guys take a you know like game five and then he starts to turn it on he's like what happened you know it was like hey well the game slowed down yeah because he started to play you know faster without thinking so um i think there's a little bit of that i think a little bit of uh you know, being, you know, maybe a little bit better football players because if we're in an over, under, even front, odd front, you know, whatever you want to call it, and just for some reason, you know, Nate, you know, takes wrong footwork and he gets in my gap, I'm not going to run in that gap. Don't run in the darkness. And I think just adopting that type of mentality, and that comes from practice, right? Because it happens. There's It happens. I mean, there's there's times where – you know, whether it was Jeff Ogar, Jason Wiltz, Jason Peter, Grant or something, you know, sometimes, you know, they don't run this, you, you know, they ran a, you know, TE stunt or ET stunt and, and it get, they get a little wide or cut it a little tight and I'm coming on a delayed blitz. Then I got a reroute, you know, I got, I mean, that's the trust that you build with your teammates. I think a little bit of that mentality could help and a little bit, a little, a, a lot more of I'm going to do my job and then I'm going to play football. Um, and I think that that all comes from practice habits, communication, um, you know, rally to the ball, I think was a little bit better this week, um, still could be better. Um, but then, you know, I think all that stuff kind of, if you do like the small things, they turn into big things and, uh, it will make the big things like look a a lot easier. So I think, you know, don't go in there and say, we got to fix six things and we just got, we got to work on fixing the first or second thing. And that a lot of the third, fourth, fifth and sixth will come after that. So fundamentals um really diving into the playbook knowing the why is huge um and it takes a little while to get out of your own way because sometimes when you're really playing and say you're you are competing for a job you know you're kind of looking at the film and making sure you do your job or making sure you grade out well or you're playing well well at the end of the day wins and losses uh in north dakota and northwestern don't care about what you grade they care about you winning and losing so you just gotta kind of adopt the selfless individual type of mentality you're you're, individually you want to play well uh, but you're selfless because you're thinking collectively while you're trying to play well and sometimes that means taking out one or two blocks you know or in making nate's job easier making dp's job easier um because that's what also you know um makes you a better teammate and i know these coaches when you make those type of football plays they um highlight those just as much as a tackle for loss you know what i'm saying because you like example right i think uh fair darius Payne had a sack last year in the first game well caleb tanner just literally ran the tackle over so much and and fell over the tackle that the, the quarterback really fell in his hands in the in the fair Darius' hands you get what i'm saying it, this is where we get lost sometimes right we we get caught up in sack numbers yep we get caught up on pressures because that's the play that you see. But the more important work is always up the middle, right? Like yeah. it matters most. So how quickly I mean, is this like this is it. This this week is the week for them to fix whatever's wrong up the middle. Uh yes and no. I don't know how much downhill run game you'll get with these guys. Um and really a lot of things that they needed to do better at say Northwestern game and obviously North Dakota, they're easy fixes because you know what it is, that the hard thing is to make sure you do it and don't let it get in your head and, and say that, you know, say you go up against, you know, Georgia Southern this week or say Oklahoma and they block a, you know, run play perfectly 
that doesn't mean that you stop doing what you done to correct whatever you did prior. They're, they're allowed to make plays. They're, you know, sometimes you get beat. The thing is being steady and making them do it instead of giving them, uh, you know, big, you know, big explosive runs and, and, and uh, untimely missed tackles and stuff like that. And I think a lot of times when you're missing, missing tackles, it's fits and fits come from knowing each other and talking with each other, which I think they do a good job. But scheme and responsibility. Yeah, right? but you got to also know that I got to constantly talk to the strong safety or the safeties or whoever could possibly be my alley player. Because if me and DP are the inside linebackers, right, and just say we've only practiced with you being the tight end, you know, it'd be like a strong left call or whatever. Well, if you do – if you get down to the end of the play clock, right, and you and you flip over to the strong right, right, the tight end shift, and say we just say, hey, look, we're going to play it, right, well, then now DP needs to know the alley player, right? So just because I'm usually talking to the alley player doesn't mean that he tunes out – what we're talking about and that's where it come to then not only do you have to talk to the alley player now you got to have deal with either you know like a two eye or say a you know four eye or or three that maybe you're only used to playing with the five in front of you it's a totally different ball game but that one play if you hadn't talked about it on monday tuesday wednesday and then thursday and then friday when you're watching the pregame you know like when you're watching like the 20 plays or whatever you're watching and it being in your memory bank Somehow, some way, the football guys will say, okay, you know what? You haven't put enough time in it. So let's see if you can get lucky and make a play. It, there were several moments in the game and through various points in the game where I saw a linebacker talking to another linebacker about what they thought they saw sure. and what they thought was going to happen. Yeah, that's good. Right? That's, that's, that's what you need. But here's what happened in, in three of those plays. Yeah. They were wrong. They moved away from where they needed to be and opened up space. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it depends on – I mean, yeah, if you're – if we're all meeting and we're talking about the wrong thing, if we didn't see all <laughs> the wrong thing, that's not what you need. I think I think the communication is key. I think – look, I mean, also look at – look, they started freshman, right, Ernest Hausman. Yeah. Um, so that's a big step up for him. You know, he played, you know, his first college game on the – you know, well, I guess on the road. Another country against Northwestern, uh, struggle a little bit, which is obviously you expect as a young kid. And then you know you come again and you're playing in a game with a lot of pressure based on what happened the prior week, and you're starting. It's a different one. You kind of like, hey, you know, I'll, you know, if, if he was talking to his parents, hey, I'll probably get a couple series in. Well, you're, you're getting no, a lot. now you're starting. Now you're starting. <laughs> now you're starting. <laughs> so it's a totally different ball game, and so it's a learning experience for everybody to learn how to play with him because Nick not only was steady. Uh, but he was their, their signal caller, too. And yeah. so there's a different voice, you know, and that sometimes if that voice doesn't exude confidence, then you're not going to have confidence. It was. I mean, it, it, it's just a difference. It's like it was the way, out there. It's, like, the, it's the way you call the huddle, the way you command the huddle. And sometimes you have to command and get guys to do stuff that maybe might not be the right thing. But if everybody's doing the same thing, it generally works out well. So. It's a little bit of uh, new stuff, but I think also coming down and trusting your techniques and your tackling technique is is paramount, and it's all about how you practice. You don't have to – you know, I'm all for guys, you know, or, or hitting during practice, but I understand you want to make sure you, you keep guys healthy 
and not bang them up in practice when the most important thing is the game. But you can also practice certain things a certain way to simulate tackling that you're going to replicate a high percentage of time in, in the game. It play entry, keeping them, you know, if you're the guy that's, you know, say that, you know, the ball's going to the right, I'm not getting ahead of the ball. I'm not getting head up. You get, get, you get even, you're leaving. So that means you're not giving up uh cutback plays. Don't run into darkness. So if I think if I, you know, say it's an outside play and I see that you might cut it up here, will somebody say like a safety gets knocked in here? Well, then I just go to the next guy, next gap. That's there's a ton of that. There's a ton of that. Right. Right. Where you, you were, there was times like in Northwestern where I saw <clears throat> number 68. He blocked two guys without even, you know, where you're going and filling. And I'm going to tell you a story about myself. Um, we were playing Curtis Martin when when he was with the Jets. And they had a pretty This is when he was rolling. He was rolling. And they had uh, Richardson was the fullback. Um, Richie Anderson as well. I mean, they had some matchup problems. So here, here's one. I'll show you, and you can kind of describe it. But this is what I'm talking about, where Houseman would originally lined up inside, and they moved him outside, then back inside. Well, and that's then, all and then, based on shifts. Right, and then Reimer saw what – he saw something and then identified it. And if he had just done what he said he was going to do – yeah, that looked like a bad fit on the. On, That's on, what I'm talking on, about. On, like on, it's on a Reimer's it's a bunch own. of little stuff. Yeah, that looked like a bad. I remember that play. I think that Reimer should have stayed inside the tackle, but yeah. Sometimes <laughs> though, you can see things that aren't there. And I remember we ran this defense to where we had the three technique loop in to the a gap, and they ran a cutback play. It happened on like a third and third and no, it was like second and ten, and it went for sixty. Yeah, well, that was bad. Well, that was bad. That's 11 minuses, you know what I mean? Not <laughs> but, but like with me with Curtis Martin, we had a guy named Sean Price, right, where he scooped, right, but he scooped across the center's face. So he's thinking the ball cut back in the B-gap, and he came over. Now I remember homeboy came over like with the film and was like, where are you at? I'm like, player, I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be. Where are you? <laughs> Right? So then finally we got the second part, and he was wrong. But the little thing about that is that's why fits are so important and fitting in your spot, you, you, owning your gap, and then playing football. Do do this for me. So keep that word. I'm going to write it down so I remember what to come back to. But let's go to break. Let's come back, and I want you to break down what fit means to folks that may or may not know. Jay Foreman will do that for you when we come back to old school. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.